All right, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Ian. And today's episode, we're going to talk about pretty much my review of Mortal, the new Mortal Kombat movie, Mortal Kombat 2021. And kind of just I'll give my quick thoughts and stuff. So, how do I kind of just want to run through? Yeah, I'll just run through it. Essentially, you have Cole Young, who's one of the chosen chosen ones who's meant to defend Earthrealm from from Outra or from the pretty much I guess Outer World, or I can't remember the actual place, but essentially where Prince Shao Kahn and Ch- and uh, Shang Tsung are an Outworld, and he's the new character they use. He's of the she- he's a descendant of the Shirai Raihu, and you go from there, kind of seeing his character kind of just going through hell, trying to fi- trying to <clears throat> become a protector of Earthrealm. And you you meet Sonya Blade, Kano, Jax, Kung Lao, Raiden, you know, of course Shang Tsung, Sub Zero, Scorpion, you know, Melina, Reku and Goro, and others. And you know, it's kind of like a ba- your basic plot for like a standard like we're just gonna do this. We're just gonna kind of. See what happens. I when I watched it, it wasn't bad. Like I didn't think it was a bad movie. I just kind of wanted to run through real quick. I you could definitely tell when, uh, to, I think it's Joe Talzin, the guy who plays Sub Zero, he stole the show in my opinion. Like that movie, he he just his presence to me. I feel like just stole the show in regards to. Just how menacing of a villain you can have. And he really was that, like, that dangerous dude. And you could tell when he did his fight scenes against, uh, oh my god, I can't remember the guy who played Scorpion. But, like, they, they were going for it. Like, they, they made those look legit. You know, I definitely felt like there was room for more fight scenes to be made better. And there's definitely some subplot that I feel like was kind of just dumb. That I feel like wasn't needed. At the end of the day, like, uh, so, in the movie they came up with something, I believe they call it the Hakana. Essentially, it's your, your special ability. Essentially, it's what it is. So, Liu Kang had the fireballs. Kung Lao had, like, the teleportation with the hat and everything. Sonya Blade, of course, had, like, the little blast. Jax, of course, had his arms. You know, Cole, of course, you find out he gets this kind of, like, weird armor. That, like, bulks him up. So, you know, you kind of see interesting idea for the Akana to kind of make sense of, like, hey, this, like, normal people cannot wield fire and ice and stuff like that. Like, let's kind of give a reason for this. And the more I thought about it, the more I didn't hate the idea. Like, I think it's kind of dumb, but I'm not fully against it because I think at the end of the day, as long as it progressed what it needed, 
and it gave a lot of the exposition out so you'd want so the sequel doesn't have to do that again, then I'm okay with it. Uh, what did I think of the character of Cole Young at the end of the day? Uh, I mean, he really wasn't needed, to be honest. Like, for me personally, I didn't really see much use for it, other than him being the MacGuffin throughout the story to be used, or the, you're being the viewer. He's pretty much the viewer for you. You know, I feel like everybody else nailed the roles. I, I mean, I like Louis Tan, the guy who plays Cole Young. I think he did amazing. Like, he, he can fight. And I think I'm glad they got him to be the role. I just feel bad because I feel like his role kind of... It's one of those ones where I love him as his fight scene as an actor. But I don't know how much I love the concept of his character being just brought in randomly. And just used. The way it was. Kind of like just for exposition. Again, it was to move forward the plot and make it easier so when they do the sequels, which... In case people are wondering, Warner Brothers has greenlit the sequels, so we are going to get more of them. I think uh, Joel Talzim, the guy who plays, um, guy who plays Sub Zero, he's signed on for like four more, which I'm excited about. I think it just kind of makes sense at the end of the day. You know, they made it on a cheaper budget, and they were able to really and truly. You know, capture what Mortal Kombat was in a lot of ways. I mean, was it a perfect movie? No. But they were definitely able to give you fatalities. You could definitely tell, like, they were more influenced by MK9 through MK11. And I didn't feel like the actors they chose to play, like, Sonya Blade, Jax, Liu Kang, Raiden, and all them, I feel like they fit the role they needed. Like, for me personally, though... I really do hope going to the future, like, Cole Young kind of should pass. Like, he, he should die in the tournament, and Liu Kang becomes, like, the main dude. I think, for me personally, that just makes more sense. In the sense of, Liu Kang's always been the main protagonist. Him, Johnny Cage, and Sonya Blade. And even Jax, to an extent. Like, I feel like they've always been the main protagonist. And, I mean... If you want to mix it up a little bit and make Louis Tan's character, you know, Cole Young become Scorpion, the new Scorpion, I'm not mad at that. I think that'd be a cool thing to do, and I think he could definitely knock it out of the park being Scorpion. But at the same time, I also see that we, that they could also, best way I want to put this is, they have really some area to grow with just kind of giving us more characters. Now, there were some characters I felt like that did get done dirty, like Goro and Kung Lao. But at the end of the day, I mean, it, it was going to happen. Like, the, Goro was, I mean, kind of done dirty in the original Mortal Kombat anyways, wouldn't you? But I think they did it so well with that, with Johnny Cage beating Goro, that like everyone just didn't care because it was so cool to see. And it showed how strong they had gotten from there. Like Cole Young's Goro fight, I felt like it was kind of like Goro was just sent there just to beat him, and Cole Young just had to find the power within him, his Akana, and overcome and win. Then you had 
of course, they finally gave us Kano. At first, he thought he was a good guy. And, dude, the actor that played Kano, he stole the show, too. Funniest dude in that whole movie. Like, just straight up. Like, I'm definitely, I hope they can find a way to bring him back, personally. I think he was just too funny. But we'll have to see how they're going to kind of work that in. But there, there, there's so many things I could talk about. Like the opening sequence to the movie. Like just how they did Sub-Zero and Scorpion there. Like you could definitely tell like when Sub-Zero and Scorpion were on screen together. Like they meant that to be like intense fights. Like they didn't play around. Like they made sure those fight scenes were done well. Other fight scenes definitely could have been done better. But they definitely, you could tell their focuses where they, they could definitely, I don't want to put this, their focus definitely, they have a lot of stuff they can go forth and do. I feel like they're still pretty, pretty open in regards to expansion and allowing for the characters to develop and do better. And I think that to me, I think it is something that I'm actually okay with. So if I'm going to give my overall ranking or rating of this movie, I'm going to give it, I feel like I've said this a couple times with a couple other movies I've reviewed. I'm going to give this one a, you know, I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. It's not a perfect film, but it's a good film that knocked out its exposition and move the story forward. You now have a chance for them to do more Mortal Kombat movies. And for a lot of... You know... Ability for them to... Really... Grow and give us a better story. At the end of the day. So... I don't think it's a bad movie. I definitely, in my opinion... Watch the movie with... Just the concept of, I'm not going in there watching it with freaking like, it's a, it's like an M. Night Shyamalan or a Christian Nolan film. Like, just go in there with, it's a popcorn film. Just enjoy yourself. Nothing crazy, nothing that's gonna wow anybody. It's just, you're there to have fun. That is essentially what I'm, I went in with the film, and I think it turned out well, and I think it's one that you could potentially rewatch and you wouldn't be mad at. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. As always, you guys can find me on pretty much Anchor, wherever you list your or any other podcast net- network. You guys can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and comments me on email at nerdstuffwithian. You guys can always find me there. And uh, yeah, have a great day, and thanks for listening. Later.